0: Driveway and sidewalk pressure washing. If grass is growing, you need RC Lawn Care Mowing. Again, 601 502 3529. Richard Coley at RC Lawn Care, proud sponsor of the Clay Edwards Show podcast. Unfiltered, no sugar added, the realest show on radio, your daily dose of reality radio. This is the Clay Edwards Show, the free range human show of choice. Welcome in to a hump day Wednesday edition post Ted Nugent concert edition of the Culture War. Here with my buddy Sean Yurtkuran. Good morning, Sean. Good morning, good morning. How's it going?
1: Uh, it's um, going as good as you can when I'm still dealing with the AC issue, but
0: hopefully you know. it's done by the time you get back. Hopefully it's done.
1: Yeah, the guy, like I said saying earlier, came back last night about nine o'clock, and he, you know, they had. Put the new unit in over around 3.30, and then he actually – the capacitor then blew, so I had more bad luck. And then how he came back at 9 o'clock last night and put it in. So I didn't stay at the house last night because the house was like 90 degrees. Well, k-
0: kudos to him.
1: Yeah, it was pretty cool of him, man. He's a good guy. His name's Justin at Central Mississippi a- AC Works, so he's a good guy. He's actually – he helped me out. The whole issue wasn't him this whole time. It's been first American home warranty, which – I think i put that on my facebook feed or maybe in the show group and everybody was kind of agreeing that they've every it's bipartisan that everybody's had problems with first american home yeah. warranty yeah,
0: yeah. <laughs> you know you know my parents had it or have it and um you know when they first got it it was nice it, it seemed like it was easier it's here's the deal i think it's way easier to deal with them when it's not concerning your air conditioner in the summer
1: Yeah, that's true. I've had some good... I mean, they got me a new refrigerator at one point, Mm -hmm. so that was fine, and they replaced the washer and dryer. The one bad issue I had with them was when they... The plumbing. They had this company that comes out there called Go and the guy, like, kind of... I don't know anything about plumbing. I mean, I'm a lawyer. I don't know what I know about plumbing, and... they had to do a P-trap. I didn't know what a P-trap was. I had a great audience. I have no idea what that was. And they got charged me like 400 bucks outside the contract. And then one of my friends is a plumber. He's like, dude, it's like 20 bucks, man. Yeah. It's like nothing. I
0: was like, oh, my God. Yeah, I, I, you know, I've had a lot of issues with, with some of these plumbing companies over the years and nightclub business. I won't name any of them. But um, not very good. Uh, you get you a good reputable plumber. You get you a good reputable HVAC guy. Same goes for electricians. If you can get people who can do that stuff that you know, I'm not even asking for a discount. I just don't want to be not taking advantage of.
1: Yeah, and that's what was kind of upsetting. And they and they tried to come the next time, and I was like, nah,
0: it was not. That's not cool, man. When I get overcharged like yeah. that, so. I've heard I've heard countless stories like that from mm-hmm. a lot of those places. Hey, so last night I went to Ted Nugent out in Brandon, Mississippi. All right. <laughs> now, now, I've got one little slight bone to pick, and I don't I don't do this too often, and this is very nitpicky. So they do these concerts out there at the a place called City Hall Live. And it's in a massive parking lot. It's at City Hall. And it used to be a Jitney premiere. It's really cool. Blessed to have this venue. I wish they did more stuff there, especially in the summer. So we're looking for places to park. You know, I drive a car. I can't pull up on a curb and park. Well, there's another restaurant over here in the shopping center. And they got a cop over there telling anybody that parks over there, unless they're going in this restaurant, even though it's all in the same parking lot, so it was kind of one and the same, in my opinion, that they can't park there. you got to move. I'm like, well, where can I park? He's like, well, in front of one of those businesses over there on 80. I'm like, well, I, what if those businesses don't want me parking there? But this one's off limits? I said, what if I go in there and sit at the bar and have a couple drinks while I wait on this line to die down? Mm-hmm. So I spent money with them. Okay. I said, no, that won't work either. I was like, you got to be kidding me. I bet you they wouldn't tell me that. Anyway, I had to move, go park. A half a mile further down the road for what something I just thought was silly, and I, and I and I said I'll wait till this morning to complain about it and see <laughs> if and see if I still felt the same way. Yeah, and I, I do, I still feel the same way. But neither here nor there. Just like the
1: home warranty, I'm still mad yeah. about that. That's not gonna let that go. So. Mm-hmm.
0: so either way, great concert. I got a couple hellos I got to drop. I, I met a really I, I, I say he's a kid, you know, teenager or so. Met a fellow young man yesterday with his parents. Name is Caleb. Uh, we got a picture. Like I said we got a picture together. He was wearing a Trump hat, super enthusiastic. Says he listens to the Clay Edwards show every day. Um, so that was always cool. I, look, I tell you what: when you guys are excited to meet me, I promise I'm ten times more excited to meet you. So uh, never, never hesitate to come up and say hello to me. I don't care what I'm in the middle of doing. Uh, you know, I told my told my story yesterday about meeting Kid Rock in the bathroom and taking a selfie. I'm walking in the bathroom. And a guy stops me at the door, shakes my hand at the bathroom door. And then as soon as I walk out, he hits me up for a selfie. I was like, heck yeah, I, said, I did this to Kid Rock once. So my little uh, rock star moment there, I thought that was really cool. Uh, shout out to Danny Fitzhugh, too, man. Uh, it's the guy I'm buddies with on Facebook. Stopped, got Finally got to meet him in person after years of commenting back and forth on each other's stuff. So shout out to Danny. Shout out to everybody that I saw. Ted tore it up. Ted is not a fan of Joe Biden. Um, no, you don't say. <laughs> He's not. He's <laughs> not. He, uh, I mean, and he actually publicly supported Chris McDaniel at the concert. He did. Yeah, he said, "Y'all got a guy running for lieutenant governor here, Chris McDaniel. Y'all need to vote for him. Get these rhinos out of there." Now he didn't mention Delbert by name, mm-hmm. but just said, "You know, get these rhinos and Democrats. This guy's going to fight for you." Yada yada yada. yada. I thought big. that. Was, I tried to get my camera. I tried to get my phone out and record, but he had moved on to the next thing before I could get it. I'm sure somebody's got it if you do shoot it to me have you seen uh, the new speaking of that delbert Hoseman
1: commercials attacking chris mcdaniel
0: if for not being a trump supporter or something it's
1: a they have this website called chrismcdaniel.com which i thought was kind of funny that they were able to secure the domain and chris mcdaniel didn't buy chrismcdaniel.com that delbert hosman got it and it's all this list of things that you know he he has done and all the and Things that, uh, I guess, people that aren't supporting him anymore that were supporting him and that, that he only passed three bills in ten years or wrote three bills. Something like that. I haven't read it. I just
0: kind of heard the commercial. At, at the end of the day, Delbert put Democrats in charge of powerful committees. Democrats would not put conservatives in charge of powerful committees. Democrats would not re- redistrict themselves out of a district like they did to Melanie mm-hmm. Sojourner. I could go on and on. Now – the flip side of that is Rankin County picked up another seat when she lost hers. It actually benefits us folks out there in Rankin County to have another seat, but I don't like the way we got it. Yeah, I mean,
1: again, you know, Clay I've said before this is a fight that y'all are having. Yeah, <laughs> like I've got to like it, who's the most conservative? That's got like the mm, the argument. I don't know. I mean, they're both. I keep because Delbert Hoseman to me, and,
0: and you like Delbert, which tells me all I need to know. Well, I don't think he's. I mean, here is why I like him.
1: He used to uh, he used to be the lawyer for. My dad's company back in the '90s, yeah, and he worked really hard. So I mean, I know him from that, I got and that, you. so that's kind of the. It's not uh, anything really political. I his politics. No, I don't really know much about his politics. to Be honest, but I'm just, uh, you know, I knew who he was when I was in high school, and and I know a lot of, you know, I've ran into a lot of people that know him. Kind of, he he's from Jackson, and that you know that, gl- that kind of connection. I'm
0: glad you just said that. I don't really know much about his politics. And that's the problem with electing a Secretary of State to the to the next. To another office, you were lieutenant governor, right? You mean like, so, well, he was secretary. Oh, secretary, of State. secretary of State, yeah. You, that's not a that's not an office that you necessarily have a whole lot of left wing, left wing, right wing type positions in. Except for like voter ID, he was a big proponent of that. Yeah. Right? I mean, and, but you know, I mean, look as, as again. To be a Republican, there's there, you know, some bare minimum standards if you're going to run. You got to be for voter ID. Or, you got, yeah, <laughs> you, you got, can't can't be for killing babies. And he allegedly owned or ran vice president of of the South Jackson Women's Clinic back in the '90s, which was the abortion baby killing factory mm-hmm. right there on Terry Road. I used to pass it every day. So. I don't know. That doesn't sound very conservative to me. Was there an abortion clinic in South Jackson? Yeah, one? but right there in front of the Kroger, of all places. I did not know that. Okay. Right at Red Hill Square Shopping Center. Was that in the 80s or 90s? 90s. Maybe in 90s. the 80s, too, but definitely in the 90s. Hmm. I remember all the abortion folks. Let me rephrase that. All the pro-life folks used to protest out there. You know? And uh, Me being a young punk kid, you know, not knowing any better. I remember hanging out the window and hollering something at them one time, you know? And when sure. remember my hat blew off and... I just bought this hat. Did you have to go back and get it? I did and they handed it to me and they prayed for me. Oh. And but it was one of those moments where it's like, oh what a what a what a jerk I am. Mm-hmm. You know, and, it, and of course I was I was wild, you know. Mm-hmm. My my like most people, well, I don't want to lump everybody in. For me, my stance on abortion changed when my daughter was born. Sure. Immediately. I, mean, you, I immediately became pro-life. And it, it, it's unquestionable. Mm-hmm. You know, but prior to that point, up into my early twenties, you know, I was pro-choice, and I still considered myself a conservative at the time. But of course, I owned nightclubs and was, you know, doing things that most conservatives are, you know, weren't doing. Well, so you
1: you grow. Sure, everybody, I think everybody's beliefs evolve over time in certain, in whichever direction. Speaking of though, I'll tell you one thing, yelling at protesters, uh, in the nineties, it must be bipartisan, Clay, because I did the same thing when, you know, on Highway 80, there used to be in Rankin County these, uh, no, no alcohol protesters. Like, yeah. we don't want alcohol, which, by the way, I think you look 30 years later, that kind of ruined the growth of, brandon and that side of i-20 in my opinion i I don't think flow would have existed had they actually implemented that back in the 90s or existed in the way that it does and um, because you and i've talked about this before brandon proper i always call it's kind of like it's so much more accessible by the interstate you know it's two exits yeah it's easier to get there and if they had actually done that it would have been i think it would have grown much quicker than it has and so we, I used to, the protest would be out there, and I used to yell at them, yell at the alcohol protesters all the time, driving by.
0: <laughs> yeah, I was talking about this on the show the other day. You know, they they would do these ad campaigns to uh, when every time the vote for liquor came back up, and they would find the raunchiest, worst gas station slash liquor store, Jasco in mm-hmm. Jackson, with the bums out there drinking and mm-hmm. loitering and all that, and they would use that as their campaign, like... Don't let Brandon or don't let Rankin County become the next Jackson. This is if you vote for liquor, this is what you'll get. Right. You know, my argument was simple. It was always like, do you, people are going to get what they want. It's too accessible where it's at in Jackson. All they got to do is cross the bridge, mm-hmm. multiple bridges they can cross, whether it be the spillway sure. uh, or Highway 80 or wherever
1: you're going to get it. Sneak back across the, I call it the Silas Brown across, Bridge over to Stanley, Over to the
0: Gold Coast. <laughs> yeah, the Gold Coast. <laughs> and, uh, yeah, I mean, there's just too many places for them to go get it. <clears throat> so do you want them on the roads given the tax dollars somewhere else mm-hmm. or do you want to make the tax dollars? It's just that simple. Absolutely. It was, you know, that's where, they're
1: talking about belief systems evolved. In the 90s, I think they voted, if I'm, if I'm not mistaken, they voted against having alcohol, right? That's why they didn't get it.
0: No, forever. And, huh? Even to the
1: two, through the 2000s. It was a long time until yep. now. And then it was Flowood first and the Reservoir
0: and then Brandon now. But there's still no – is there liquor stores in Brandon proper? Or? We do have liquor stores in Brandon proper. There's, I believe Pearl is up next. I'm, I need, I'll holler at Mayor Jay and see mm-hmm. uh, what they're going to do there. Last I heard, they were going to only allow like three. You know, I ran into
1: Jake's brother on Sunday, mm-hmm. and there's a bunch of guys that listen to the show. And you know what I've what I've learned also from being on the show? People love Jackson nostalgia. We wow. spent an hour talking about that Corvette on the top of Horace Brewer uh, Horace, Horace Brewer, Slay. Slay, excuse me, uh, Horace a friend of mine uh, Horace Slay. We kept talking, and one guy, the bartender Skip, told us that he was the one that welded it in the '70s, and everybody was just you know enamored by this story. I just that's how much we all love Jackson nostalgia. I think.
0: Yeah, I stumbled across an old picture somewhere. It was actually not even in a Jackson Facebook group. It was in like a Chevy, a, what we call box Chevy trucks, the mm-hmm. C, the the seventies the models, late seventies, early eighties model Chevrolet truck group. Mm-hmm. I think CKs or whatever whatever that model number is, but and it was a big, it was a big single cab step side, kind of parked up on top of another car in front of the horse sleigh sign. Mm-hmm. Back in the eighties, it was like cool just where they had it set up, you know. Uh-huh. And I stole that picture out of there. I've been known to steal stuff off the internet. <laughs> I stole that picture off there, posted it on Save Jackson, and it was one of the most shared photos I've ever I've ever posted as far as Jackson-related stuff. So that sign is uh, it, it definitely cool. People do love Jackson nostalgia. We were coming back. We rode out to for a little nostalgic trip through Byram and Terry and all that the other mm-hmm. day to go by my parents' house, go by and look where my girlfriend grew up, all that stuff. Yep. And we were coming back from Byram, and, you know, our Statue of Liberty is still standing there, right at the McDowell Road exit. At the what, the Wholesale Auto Group, okay, the right at the McDowell Road exit. That little box Cadillac looks like a Chevy Cavalier with Cadillac emblems. Yes, I didn't talk about. Of the yeah, sign. We, we
1: actually talked about that too. in This mm-hmm. whole conversation, sure. Like,
0: it, do they do this in other? Does do other towns have multiple cars on top of signs? <laughs> or is this just a Jackson thing? Who came up for with that idea? car lots that are no longer there, too. Yeah, yeah. You know, I mean, the horse sleigh one's unique because. You know, in any that car, there feels like there could have been other decisions made, especially in them knowing Corvette values like they do at Horse Slay. Uh-huh. Great family, by the way. I mean, legitimately, I bought a couple cars from them over the day and, you know, had dealings with them here is and there. Is Horse still alive? Or I don't believe Mr. Horse is still alive, but his son, his name's Scott, I believe, or Scotty. Okay. I think he's still alive. Uh, great guy. I've met his, his son a time or two. I don't remember his name, but you know, just out and about, intermingling and stuff. Mm-hmm. Good folks, I, I really, really, uh, really good folks. I hate to see them not in the car business anymore because they got mm-hmm. such a they've they got such a heritage and a bit of an institution. Yep. You know, in this area, it'd be nicer. You know, if one day you pop back up and there's a horse sleigh, used cars type type deal.
1: We talked about that too. You actually like this. Part was all the car dealerships on that side of State Street back in those days, like Lafleur's, and I think mm-hmm. what was the other one? I, we Fowler-Buick. Fowler-Buick and, Fowler Buick, we Fowler Buick, and Cadillac, yeah. mm, Cadillac.
0: Okay, Lafleur, yeah, LaFleur- Cadillac, Fowler Buick, mm-hmm. um, and of course they had the Subaru and stuff down there right across. Buick and Subaru and GM, I think, were right across from. And Paul Moak was down there. They said Paul, Paul Moak.
1: That's correct. Yeah, yeah. So it was a it was a it was a trip down uh, Jackson Stall Lane, which I guess
0: everybody just loves talking about that stuff. It, those conversations can go on for hours. I've learned they, they will. I've been asked to speak at a couple events here recently, and I, I, I've kind of i did that i did that uh, Jackson Exchange Club thing, the Floyd Exchange Club, mm-hmm. and and I, and I did my whole prep, assuming that ninety percent of the people in there would have been from Jackson, and they weren't. Okay, you know, so I'm like. right well I'm just gonna have to wing it. It went fine. Great folks. But uh now when people ask me if I'll speak at their event, I'm like, Man, not unless the overwhelming majority of the people in there are in their forties or or Mm -hmm. older. And and from Jackson. Okay. You know, because this is what I talk about is Mm -hmm. Jackson stuff. You know, so we can all enjoy that conversation. You know, getting up and doing the cultural war stuff in a group setting that's it's, more it's kind of odd
1: it's not you yeah, can see what you mean you know speaking of that we're talking about us being our 40s and talking about Jackson nostalgia and the guys are all talking to we're all much older than that and can you imagine this generation like if you're in your 20s right now or teens what is your jackson nostalgia like if you just like remember back when we didn't have any water i mean what do you you know when you're like in your 40s or 50s and you're like yeah i remember that time when we just didn't have water for a whole month or remember we didn't get any trash pickup
0: like that was great.
1: Like nobody's gonna say that. Nobody's gonna be there's like I don't think you can be nostalgic about bad stuff.
0: So it's funny you say that because that's a conversation I have with angry black people on my Instagram a good mm-hmm. bit, and it used to be on my Facebook too. They don't really attack me there too much anymore. It's kind of moved to Instagram, and it's the younger the younger black generation in Jackson. Mm-hmm. They don't understand. They don't. They're not nostalgic about stuff. They're like I don't think that that group does nostalgia. Or they're not old enough to understand nostalgia yet. But it got me to think is like, man, all they know is this bombed out hellhole. Right. It's just, they, yeah. this yeah. Uh, abandoned thinking. buildings. They don't know why we miss what Jackson was. Mm-hmm. They don't they, they don't understand it because they, they've never seen what Jackson was. All they've seen is poverty and murder and violence. And look, yeah. as hardcore right wing as I am, I am sympathetic to understanding why Young folks, young, we'll say young black folks in Jackson, for example, mm-hmm. why you could make a real case for them having a PTSD of sorts, okay. grow, growing yeah. up in the, with all that and nothing but that. And this—that's
1: a good point. I didn't think about it that way. That's a, that's a really good point. I mean, it's this—it's this city that we didn't grow up in that we mm-hmm. don't understand how that. I mean, it wasn't. like I'm not saying it was perfect in the '90s. It certainly yeah. wasn't. I well, mean,
0: comparatively speaking,
1: but comparatively, was, yeah, right. It was a lot better. I mean, right. it was definitely a better time. And um, that, you know, you could you could go around the city, and you remember this, Clay, like, I never really felt unsafe in those days, even through the early 2000s. Yep. I mean, there was places, you know, you would, but I, I didn't, for the most part, didn't
0: feel that way. No, not at all. All right, let's take a break real quick, come back, we'll pick up this conversation. And we've got a bunch of other stuff we want to talk about. We are going to get to this uh, Trump target letter, uh, potential arrests and all that as well. We'll be right back on the Clay Edward Show with Sean Yerkeron on 103.9 FM, W-Y-A-B. All right, welcome back in to The Clay Edwards Show. We are live on 103.9 FM, WYAB. We're streaming worldwide. If you get outside the listening area, or uh, you're listening to this on a podcast and want to listen live, and you're outside the listening area, or you're in your home, I don't know how many people got radios in their homes anymore, AM, FM radios, but with all that said, WYAB.com. Go to it on your phone, hit listen live, then save it to your home screen, and it'll be just like an app to listen to WYAB all day. Every day, starting with me, Clay Edwards, 7 a.m. to 9 a.m., followed by an array of different hosts here and there from 9 to 10, including including Allison Noe, Mike Madison, or Jim Thorne. Then, from 10 to noon every day, it's the front lines of the American culture war with my good friend and yours, Jameson hey, good. followed by Charlie Kirk, I believe, and then um, from 2 to 4, Charlie Kirk. Heck, I don't know. I get, I get the midday schedule a little confused. Uh, we got that hot chick that does it, and then we have Charlie Kirk. Flip a coin. But uh, then 4 to 6, the main event. Kim Wade closes out our day of local live entertainment. And then, uh, I, heck, if you're riding around at nighttime, you're looking for something to listen to. How about Officer Brandon Tatum? You know, he got very popular on uh, YouTube and the interwebs and all that, especially during COVID and post-BLM post riots and all that stuff. He has his own nationally syndicated radio show now, uh the Officer Tatum show and followed by Kim Wade, uh, two very strong independent blacks men, uh black conservatives. I always love getting to hear them say the things that some of us wish we could say without being called a racist. You know, and I'm not referring to like the N word and stuff like that. I just mean to be able to call out their community without being called a racist. Now they get called Uncle Tom and everything else for doing it, but uh it's still very good stuff there. Right here at WYAB, <clears throat> didn't mean to get on a tangent there about WYAB, but there's not too many stations left like this that don't take state funds, that don't take state advertising dollars, that aren't having our string pulled by politicians. I mean, we rarely we charge politicians to come on this station. You know, we don't. We're not we're not buddies with them for the most part, especially statewide ones. Anyway, I digress. This is true. Independent think, independent talk. You know, I don't. As long as I don't break FCC rules, I can say about whatever I want, and you don't get that too many places. Real quick, uh, this segment I just want to remind y'all: uh, get your orders in for Stonington Farm beef now. They're gonna be here Friday. You got to have your order in by Thursday. Stonington Farm. That's Stonington with two ends. StoningtonFarm One hundred percent grass fed. One hundred percent grass finished. All natural, no antibiotics, no steroids, no mRNA. Beef, it's, you'll love it. I've talked about it till I'm blue in the face. Get you some ribeyes, get you some uh, sirloin. There's sirloin. Sirloin is phenomenal. If you like sirloin, I like to do sirloin tips. Kind of cut it up and kind of like steak bites. Anyway, and just nibble on it during the week It's like a protein. Then, but also the uh, you'll love it all. The beef is phenomenal. I've talked about it till I'm blue in the face. It's the grass-fed difference. Hi, right, Sean, you still, of, you still over there? Yeah, you. Uh,
1: yeah, I was just listening to your ad read, man. Um, the uh, You should just talked about black conservatives. Speaking of black conservatives, you notice how well Tim Scott's doing? Yes. I mean, he is he is really kicking it. He is. All, all, of, your, all of DeSantis' donors, what I was reading the other day, or this, maybe it was this week, I think I sent you some of it, are starting to flip to him. And DeSantis is having a real campaign finance crunch, is what it's looking like.
0: Yeah, what I saw the other day was that that you know, can't, not campaign was that DeSantis had overspent way early. Yes, and you know, and, and trying to kind of blew the load a little bit, mm-hmm. trying to make an impact, and now they're going to have to pull the reins back mm-hmm. and you know be more conservative with their with their advertising. Yeah, I think like a lot of the money that, that he has
1: now that. I think it's like three million has to be spent during the general election. He can't spend it now. He has to wait. So they have to, and then they've tapped out. So they've tapped out their big donors at this, at this point in the campaign. But I did also see that a lot of these big donors have decided after that ad that we've talked about have decided Tim Scott's a better alternative. And so they're starting to move that direction, which, I don't know if anybody ever saw him on the View, which, I, which is kind of like going when you're a conservative going to the Lions Den over there on the View. And I mean, he he put on a heck of a performance. So if anybody could watch that on
0: YouTube, it was it, really good. It is. I played it on the show one day. Did you? Okay. Yeah, it, it is rock solid, rock solid. Um, hey, let's go back to some Jackson stuff for sure. a minute, man. You got me. You got me going down a, a path I didn't necessarily plan on taking. Have you seen these photos that have been spread around from the last week of the City Zoo?
1: No, I have not looked at those. I mean I just thought the zoo was just in disarray. I just have
0: I, not even I am still no I, I think I used the word during the break, boondoggled. Mm-hmm. I am boondoggled that anybody would spend a dollar to get in the zoo. And apparently they have two dollar Tuesdays and that's two dollars too much. Is it like penny pictures? Yeah. <laughs> I mean so is that
1: what they're doing over there.
0: This is a Facebook post that um began being I don't know where who Mississippi central central Mississippi screenshot uh, mugshots. I don't know who they are, I don't know who runs that page. I'm looking it up, yeah. Uh, but they they shared a post, but of course they clipped off the original poster. I'm trying to. I'm just going to try to read this. Okay. And the pictures over here. This is about the zoo. It says, "All right, repost. These pictures should speak for themselves. It was way worse in person. I feel extremely bad for the animals. Literally, couldn't see. I know they're a Democrat. They use the word literally. Couldn't see half of them because of the weeds. They barely have any animals from the looks of it." They care more about the splash pad. The cafe wasn't open. And grown up restrooms too. I guess the grown up restrooms. The vending machine they did have for drinks, you have to click one drink to get what you want. This is nitpicking. Click Peach Fanta for a Pepsi. It sounds like a Karen post. Yeah. (laughs) Absolutely. I just say it's just sad. I would add video, but the bear exhibit was the saddest for me. The bridges were literally dry rotted and falling apart the picture of it was loose and the video i have you can literally shake it and it almost falls off
1: you're kind of right about that clay i think i say literally all the time maybe that is a democrat thing oh no, i definitely. say i say it i never thought about that i use it all the time
0: well, literally hitler <laughs> he literally hits the literally nazis they're literally worse than hitler literally uh, <laughs> let's take a oh crap right, let's take a call from jerry hey jerry
2: Hey, good morning. How are y'all today? Pretty
0: hey, good. Real hey,
2: good, good, brother. Just wanted to comment on the zoo. It's sad, but maybe y'all can probably help with my memory because, you know, I'm getting old. Wasn't the state offering at one time to move the zoo to the Flore's Bluff? And the uh Chokeway administration didn't want to deprive that neighborhood of that great resource that was the, over there.
0: They claimed racism against themselves. Was that before Chokeway though? I can't remember
1: if that was that happened. They started that process before him. It was no it was right as he became it, was it right as okay, yeah. I just can't remember the time frame of it. Okay.
2: Think about how great that would have been to have that over there, tear down Smith Wheels or whatever or even use this for parking, have a walk bridge. And have the opportunity for a children's center. Uh, what else is over there? And a quality type zoo. I've been to the Memphis Zoo. It's not huge. It's in a residential area. Yeah, that place is nice.
0: All right. So here's you the ca- here's the,
2: of- here's yeah, the caveat. The-
0: go go ahead. Finish.
2: Now, you can't get an outside. You know, like if I had friends who were oh, I'm going to go to zoos if you going to Hattiesburg. I said, because I wouldn't go to the Jackson one. Yeah. And it's not that I don't want them to see the animals to support the zoo or funding. It's just that people from out of town, they're going to turn around before they get there if they're smart. If they're not, they might not be able to turn around. But anyway, I just thought that I mean, was not wrong, didn't they, at you know, one time, think about doing that, and, they, and, they, and one of the administrations blocked it. I don't remember which one. Yeah, I'll
0: uh, I'll explain here when we hang up.
2: All right, well, look, thank you. I enjoyed the show. Look, I, I want to Y'all have the probably the best lineup, and I travel good as any, you know, local stations, even national ones, really, and uh, it's hard not to, to listen online, you know, after even after y'all show during the day. I catch you in the podcast again. Thank you for putting those up. Oh, yeah. I, feel I, get, to listen. I get to listen to y'all, uh, you and Kim, especially on the weekends. I don't get to listen because of work with them sometimes. But anyway, I appreciate it very much. Hey, appreciate thank you me.
0: listening, brother. Thanks, Jerry. Thanks. Thanks. Really? bye uh, a couple things on the 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 Zoodle of Bluff. This is what I this is what I know. I don't
1: mean you're right it's 2000 Jerry you, you and Jerry are right it's 2018. Yeah. So made, Joe became mayor in 2017. i just pulled up a WLBT article okay, cool. talking about it. it says 2018.
0: So one of the things about that whole deal was nobody could ever confirm if the money was actually there to do it. Okay. Uh, it, it was, a, but apparently there was, there were some talks, but the state, if I, if my memory me, the state owns that land around the, the La Forge Bluff. That's a s- state so. park. I think so. Because the, the golf course is actually, a, isn't it state? Yeah. Isn't it state? Okay. All right. So here's the deal about Smith wills
1: mm-hmm.
0: They can't do nothing else with that land. Why is that? That land was donated by that family. Oh, okay. And that is all it can be. Is a baseball stadium? It is, yeah. Or a, it, or a venue or whatever. A, yeah, baseball, whatever. They they have to have permission because they wanted to build a Costco there. Oh, okay. When was that? There's been you know, sometime in the last five to seven years. they were talking about building right there. They That'd have been gonna, nice location. I'd have loved that. That'd they, have been yep, they were going to do like a Costco there. But when that family, when that land was donated to the city, mm-hmm. I'll have to go back. Uh, our friend Fred Shanks, his dad was Commissioner Jackson at the time, Doug. And I think I want to say that's who told me this, or it came up during all that. But the 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 land would have to go back to the people who donated it if it was going to be used for something else. Okay. So so if let's say, for instance, and again, I could be wrong, but I don't think I am on this. My memory, I'm kind of jogging my memory here. Mm-hmm. Lots happened since I heard this. Let's just say, for instance, if they were going to build a zoo or they were going to build a Costco, the land would have to go back to those folks, and they would sell it at whatever market value would be. Okay. They can't just go decide... This this land would be better served as this. Let's let's sell it to, to Costco, okay, or a zoo, or it would probably be best served as a zoo. I don't know if there's enough room over there. I, I think all that really needs, to be, in my opinion, needs to be on the Lafleur's Bluff side mm-hmm. if you were going to do something. And they've got that museum to what's it called museum to trails
1: Day. where you can ride bikes through to downtown, to there. I think that's, I haven't done it yet. But, oh, yeah, no. And I that would be, that. ki- be kind of cool if that there was a zoo there and you could do all that with the bike trails they built and
0: everything. Yeah, you need pull it all together naturally. Mm-hmm. You know, it would be cool. Look, let's take a break real quick. We've run over a couple times. Get this train back on the tracks. This is the Clay Edwards Show with Sean cron We'll be right back on 103.9 FM, W-Y-A-B. All right, welcome back into the Clay Edwards Show. This segment is going to be brought to you real quick by our friends over at watchman security services check them out for all of your home and or business security needs everything from uh, your 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 at your basic um, security system uh, that will notify authorities if somebody's breaking into your home notify you make the alarm go off you know just you know your basic home or business security system up to your cameras indoor and outdoor with the moving heads and all that cool stuff I mean they can do it all they also can do remote gate access, smart home panels, smart thermostats, the whole nine yards. Um, and this without going through a company like Amazon, that could potentially lock you out of your home. You're locally owned, locally operated. Been in the business since 1977. <laughs> I, mean, I was born in 77, so let me do the math for you. That's 45 years in the business. They've been an alarm.com, official installer, for or service provider, should I say. For uh, 16, 17 years now. That's Watchman Security Services, locally owned, locally operated by the Knight family right there in Pearl, Mississippi. Uh, they do operate statewide. So if you need security systems, and let's be honest, if you ain't got one, you need one. So That's how you know if you need one, if you don't have one. And, <laughs> yeah. <laughs> I mean, let make it pretty, pretty simple here. If you ain't got one, you need one. And if you have one, uh, just like your insurance, you need to shop your insurance, make sure you're getting the best rate every year. Shop your own home alarm companies. Make sure you're getting the best product every year. Make sure you're getting the best service for your money every year. So check them out online, watchmansecure.com. That's Watchman Security Services. Uh, let's take a call real quick. Hey, brother, you on there?
3: Hey, Clay, it's Ready Teddy. Hey, Sean, how y'all doing, man? Hey.
0: Hey, what's uh, up, brother? Hey, I
3: don't know. How, how did you get on? Uh, I, I guess I just chimed in. or I just started listening. What um How'd you get on the subject of Smith-Wheels Stadium?
0: Uh, talk, we're talking about moving the zoo over to LaFleur's Bluff, and somehow something about Smith-Wheels got brought up.
3: Okay, cool, because, you know, I've, I've, you probably know from Facebook, but um, man, that Smith-Wheels, you know, is now the Hank Aaron Baseball Academy, right? Yes. And do you, you know the purpose behind that? Anyway, I'd, I'd like to share it with listeners. So, um, Tim Bennett's a friend of mine. He's the reason we have the Mississippi Braves here and the Biloxi Shuckers, and and he's not involved with too much with the pro baseball anymore, but he put his money where his mouth is and he's got that Hank Aaron baseball academy going and he's working with the city, working with the city. So that's a bright spot in Jackson. And what that is, is to give inner city, um, underprivileged kids an opportunity to play the game of baseball that otherwise would not get that opportunity because baseball is an expensive game to play, especially when you do traveling. And man, he's doing a lot of good things for the uh, kids of Jackson and give them an the opportunity to play baseball. And I just. I just want to give props to him and the Hank Aaron Baseball Academy for what they're doing for the kids of Jackson. I
0: just think it's great. It is. It's a yeah. phenom- it's a phenomenal deal what they're doing over there and it is good to see more American kids of uh, all ethnicities get a chance to play baseball.
3: Thank you man.
0: Yes sir. Thanks daddy.
1: Yeah, I've seen that on TV. It is a cool thing that they're doing over
0: there. It is, man. I got another buddy of mine that's involved in that, and I'm just trying to remember his name. I'm just sitting here having a complete brain freeze. But he's over there and helps run that that whole deal, helps with the fundraising and all that for it. Uh, Good dude. And it it is. It's it's what they're doing is a good deal. And there's always a fuss about it's not enough black folks play baseball, not enough black baseball players. I don't care about the black part of that. What there is, there's not enough American baseball Mm -hmm. players. Yeah, I, and and I, that's why baseball ain't America's game anymore. It's because there's very little connection to a lot of these players. Uh, college baseball outside of the SEC just ain't that popular. Mm-hmm. Most people outside of their own team don't know another player's name off another team. Sure, uh, you, they, they draft baseball players from third world countries as the number one overall pick. And it's always some pitcher who d- dwells away in – minor league for 10 years where they finally get called up. There's just no connection with players till they're already in the pros and they've been mm-hmm. in the leagues at however points hard to follow careers unless you're just a diehard. Baseball will never be America's sport again. Football is America's sport. Soccer has a, has a better chance of becoming America's sport before baseball does again if they don't start getting some con- players that people can connect to. Yeah, I think they've – they this year, actually,
1: there's a really good article in The Atlantic if people want to check it out, talking about the demise of baseball. Mm-hmm. And uh, this year has actually kind of changed the trajectory of that. Not not related to what you're talking about, but yeah. what they're saying is the rule changes that they've had this year, it's shortened the game. And which, that's uh, a big deal, too. Yeah, because people were having a problem, like, going out to the ball field and then it's, it's – a. Uh, The game's like three and a half hours long or four hours long or whatever. Now they're, I think it's averaging between two hours to two hours and 20 minutes. So there's something you can do and it doesn't really take a whole lot of time. The MLB.TV subscriptions are through the roof. So people are coming back to baseball finally. But we were, I think, you know, getting on, ever since 1995 and the strike, it's been on this downward trend. And so that so they're now this is the first time that people are actually going back to baseball. Like I was at the Braves game in Atlanta a couple of weeks ago. I mean, it was packed. I mean, of course they're great. Don't get me wrong. I mean they're sure. awesome this year.
0: But um, well, and the, I've seen more parts, people talk about baseball. Ballparks are back to being built as an experience and around them. Yep. Like yeah. Wrigleyville. The, the the whole the the district there in uh, Atlanta mm-hmm. the uh, battery I think is what it's called
1: yeah it's a, a truest park but yeah that's yeah. where I was we were hanging, it's a like, it's like a theme park around mm-hmm. the whole stadium it's really cool yeah,
0: you, you create an experience around there and I think that's cool I think that's what you got to do mm-hmm. but that only solves the in park part part of it right mm-hmm. like people will go to pro baseball sure, sure. I mean, it, it's an experience it's fun you got these new ballparks they're great but becoming a sit down must see TV yeah. get game of the week I mean I haven't really watch baseball like that since the mcguire sosa home run stuff. back in 98 was that I think? yeah those yeah. were connectable players like mm-hmm. I, I just and then all the steroid stuff i just don't care like it's, is it entertaining Entertain dance entertain me yeah i don't care what you have to do steroid wise it's not
1: it's really not done the and what the nfl's done i mean no. like the nfl has just taken over well, you everything. follow
0: you get to follow these players from recruiting to college, mm-hmm. uh, you know you, you know players off other teams, the Heisman, all this stuff. The draft, they don't go dwindle away in the minor leagues for 10 years mm-hmm. before you ever see them again. It's players you can connect to, follow, uh, all that stuff. There's not a million games. they all from America for the most part. You may mm-hmm. get some sprinter from a third-world country or something that's playing wide receiver – or whatever. But for but, the
1: most part, local, homegrown absolutely, players.
0: Absolutely. Yeah. Absolutely. Let's take a break, come back, close out the first hour with Sean Yurtkeron here on The Clay Edwards Show. Welcome back into The Clay Edwards Show. Hey, man, you may be wondering what's for lunch today. And you know what? If you use take a break deliveries, it could be anything. That's right. Get it delivered to you. Actually, as of in about three minutes, as of eight o'clock, when we go to our top of the hour break. Take a Break Deliveries opens up for the day, delivering breakfast in Rankin and Madison counties. So if you want something to eat, check, log in, see which restaurants are serving breakfast around you, and hit up takeabreakdeliveries.com or download their app from your app store of choice. Get your breakfast delivered. Maybe it's lunch. I was thinking about sending somebody uh, lunch today. (laughs) And by somebody, I mean myself. (laughs) Uh, I kid. I'm not kidding, but I was thinking about sending two people lunch, myself and somebody else. Anyway. It's going to be for Take and Break Deliveries if I do. And I got the app on my phone already. You can, too. If you've never used them before, all caps, Clay601 is the promo code. Get $5 off your delivery fee, your first delivery fee. And you're like, well, Clay, I don't get What about a discount all the time? Well, they send out one every day. But your first one's going to be $5. Sometimes it's 3 Sometimes it's 4 Sometimes it's 5 Today, if it's your first time, it's going to be $5 off. Take a break deliveries locally owned, veteran owned, and o- the overwhelming majority of the restaurants on there, locally owned as well, such as two of our great sponsors, Acme Pizza and Dacqueries and The Big Salad, both locally owned. Uh, Big Salad is a franchise, but it's locally owned. You can check them out at The Big Salad, or at, yeah, TheBigSalad.com. And, uh, Chip doesn't actually have a website over at Acme Pizza and Dacqueries, but you can just go search Acme Pizza and Dacqueries on Facebook. They got their menu there. I'm sure they're on Google and all that stuff as well. All right. I didn't mean to turn the last segment into an ad read for the whole thing, but we ran over so many on so many segments prior to it. My options were a little limited. Me and Sean will sit here. We got a good second hour coming at you. We got all kind of stuff we're going to talk about. We are, in fact, going to hit the Trump uh, target letter and much, much more. We'll be right back. Strap in, not on, and turn up the volume. This is the Clay Edwards Show. We are live here on 103.9 FM WYAB. I got my co-host. Uh, he's here two times a week, maybe more, coming up soon. We'll see. Sean Yorkran live here in the studio with me. This segment of the Free Range Human Show of Choice is going to be brought to you by our friends over at Gracie South Jiu-Jitsu and Kickboxing. They got two locations to serve you. One right there on Ridgecrest Drive in Madison and one right there in Fairmont Plaza in Pearl, Mississippi. Hey, look. You may be thinking to yourself, "Clay, I don't know if I'm going to get that into the weeds doing jujitsu and all that." Hey, no problem, man. They've got adult kickboxing classes where you can get in, man. It's a great non-monotonous workout. You get a good aerobic uh, cardio type workout, and you can also you're going to become more limber because you're stretching. And uh, hey, look, kickboxing is still fighting, so you're going to learn some self-defense while you're uh, getting your cardio on. And you, may, and you may be saying, "Well, what about the kids?" Well, hey, they got you covered. They have children's classes. It's going to teach them discipline, respect, some bully prevention. And uh, I go back to discipline all the time. You start learning that discipline at a young age. Get them in there. You will not regret it. They will not regret it. They will love it. Also, they have women's only self-defense classes speaks for itself. It's women-only or allowed, and it's taught by a female in a no-male intimidation atmosphere. I understand that. I ain't got no problem with that. Uh, there's a lot of people out there like that. I know there was women-only gyms for a long time. So, hey, if that's your thing, by all means, go in there, sign up for that. And guys, girls, if you want to do full-on jujitsu, go learn from one of the best right there. He's a hoist, Gracie, black belt. He's Chance Shepherd. He's a lifelong Jacksonian or Tri-County area guy. He's from here. He, he didn't, what did he say? I grew here, you flew here, he grew here. Yeah. Good where are people. they
1: located, by the way?
0: They got two locations. One in, I'm not exactly sure where Ridgecrest Drive is in Madison, Mm-mm. but Madison folks would know where Ridgecrest Drive is, okay. I assume. They have no idea where that is. And then is. they have the location in Pearl right there at Fairmont Plaza. Okay, I believe I that's that on Highway 80 there. Yeah. Yeah. So they got two locations to serve you. Here's a great deal. First week free. Mm. Sean, we got to go one night.
1: I know. That every time, and I'm not just saying this because uh, they're advertising, every time I'm not on the air with you and you read it, I'm like, God, I really want to go do that. We, we I should. just don't have, like, I try to figure, you know, I'm, you're super busy. I'm super busy. It's like, but I always am like, it's just something that I want to do.
0: Here's the best time for me to go, mm-hmm. a Tuesday night. Tuesday night. When I'm off on Tuesdays, because mm-hmm. I can, I don't have to rush to get somewhere yeah a two I, i'll commit to a tuesday if they offer it on a tuesday night okay we'll do a tuesday night i think we ought to go do it do that try it that first week or yeah, something. yeah
1: yeah i'd love to do it i really i keep thinking like that that sounds like a lot of fun. i see a lot of guys our age too on facebook mm-hmm. and stuff going and doing it and they look like they're having a really good time a lot of police officers and so. Man,
0: I, and I do not mean this is a knock at Mr. Kim Wade at all, but Kim Wade, you know, getting on up there a little bit. Mm-hmm. He's in his mid sixties. There, yeah. Kim Wade goes and rolls. Oh, does he go over there? And well, man, he, he, he doesn't go. He goes to a different place, but he does jujitsu. Because, well, he's he's an active guy. He uh, yeah, goes to
1: CrossFit with yep. me. You know, he's been there for years. That's all I met him. I met him before. I met him years ago. Yeah. And it, let me tell you, you'll love this story. So, the first time I went, I was working out there, and I didn't know who he was. I didn't know he was Kim Wade. And uh, so, we were doing like a teamwork. It's like 2019 or something. And we were doing a team workout. And after, and everybody knows, you know, I'm obviously a Democrat, liberal. So after I got done um, working out, uh, the coach was like, "You know, you just worked out with Kim Wade." I'm like, "Really? Did you just put me with Kim Wade?" And I was like, "Oh my god!" And then after that, I started talking to him. I'm like. Man, I really like this guy. Like he's an awesome dude and we've become friends
0: ever since. That's that's good stuff. <laughs> you know. Well, uh finishing up the ad read here real quick, uh GracieSouth for more information. Again, first week's free and then after that, if you want to sign up and continue going, if you'll mention that you heard it here on this little this little radio show, this little podcast, as some folks call it, just say uh you're gonna get twenty percent off moving forward. So uh Take advantage of that. Take advantage of that. We appreciate them guys being a part of the show here. Like I said, man, I grew up with Chance in South Jackson. Man, he used to have a little mini truck that I always thought was cool. It's funny when you remember your friend's trucks when you were a kid. The kids had a white Isuzu with a half cab with a sound system. And I always thought that was the coolest truck in the world. And that's why I ended up with an Isuzu. I think I have even had a half cab at some point. Then I got a snug top. Anyway, irrelevant. He's a good guy. Uh, He's big in the community. And here's one of the great deals, too. Chance is used to be a professional bodybuilder he can help you out with your meal plans you know your meal prep and all that stuff your nutrition and i believe he'll, you know he'll do that at no additional charge if you're uh, if you're if you're over there taking those classes so that that in and of itself is, wor- is worth the money if you're serious about getting your health in line hmm. so check them out gracysouth.com all right Sean. let's see here okay We've been on Jackson stuff all morning. Yeah, and I'm kind of I'm kind of I, I hate to veer off from it. You know, when okay. you when you're, you're on to something, yeah, you, you go with a hot hand, right?
1: I spent three hours in Martin's on Sunday talking about Jackson stuff. It just you can get stuck on it. It just it yeah. sucks you in.
0: It, it will, and we uh, look we'll get. To, uh, I'm just gonna be honest. The Trump stuff, mm-hmm. uh, not unexpected. Yeah, it, it, we don't know anything yet. It ain't been done yet. It's just. Hearsay. It's a witch hunt. We're gonna we're gonna riot in the streets and we're gonna burn this mother trucker down. <laughs> Let me tell you this they, real quick. If they indict Trump, okay, that, that's how I feel about it.
1: The target letters are. It, it doesn't. I mean, he probably is going to get indicted. I think. Yeah. We don't know for what yet. There's a lot of theories, and you're right. We can speculate a lot of what it is. And but the um, one thing I do know about target letters, just because you get a target letter, you don't always get indicted. Yeah. I mean, there's a lot of people that get target letters. They don't get indicted. Okay, explain
0: so. to me. What it it sounds like it just is it is what it says it is. What is a target? Exactly. I don't know what, that I'd ever heard that. They're saying you're now a target of an investigation. Yeah,
1: that's pretty much what it is. And I think in this letter they uh, asked him to come. I, testify before the grand jury i believe that's or, correct
0: or, or yeah or speak before the jury or something, something like
1: that and everybody says no to that of course and and it's just uh it's sometimes that the the fbi or the department of justice will send these letters out and they won't indict people when they do it i mean there's times that happens too i think in this case it's different i think we all know that he's getting indicted and for whatever it is we just don't know what it is yet
0: sure that'll be you know uh, and they said for january 6th i mean well what for january 6th then it said for trying to overturn the election but well, the election was stolen I mean, I know we disagree on that. Sure, I mean, but but at the end of the day, is it was well, it for the is it trying to forget the election overturned or is it for inciting a riot on January six? I mean,
1: there's a lot of facets to it. So, right, the inciting a riot a riot thing is one of the things. The problem, I think, obviously with prosecution of that is is the political speech part. Is was was what he was doing? Was he actually inciting a riot or was it protected speech? Was it a First Amendment riot? I think that's the problem. The crux of this, though, seems to me and I don't know yet, because I don't know what they're going to indict him for, this is just all speculation, what I see, is the um, fake electors conspiracy. That's a problem for them. Now, they're just indicted, to Mississippi. I mean, Mississippi, Michigan Attorney General indicted, I think, 16 people in Michigan for that, in that scheme, that they're saying, their defense, the people in um, Michigan that got indicted, a lot of them are saying that, you know, we were put up by the Trump campaign to do this So I, there's If anything I think This is just my opinion Anything that's going to come out of this the, the the thing for Trump Is the fake elector scheme That's what would get him And they've got Rudy Giuliani was on TV yesterday Saying you know I've not got a target letter And I'm thinking That's because you're the one who flipped I mean I think he's the one who flipped I think Mark Meadows flipped And that's that's going to cause Some really real big problems for Trump If that's the case But we just don't know yet It's hard to comment on what
4: it is Sure I just don't know what it is yet
0: Let's, let's take a call real quick Hey, you're on there.
4: Morning, gentlemen. How you doing, brother? Good. How about y'all? Good, good. Talking about January 6th, Trump had the National Guard troops up there. My boy was deployed up there. He said when they got up there, you know, he, he was young at the time, you know, fresh in the military. Well, they said they gave him the rifle and they took away from him, so they looked too discriminating. Well, then they gave them their sidearm with two mags. Well, then they took the two mags from them and then they ended up taking their, their sidearm from them. And Said so the people was hollering and screaming, calling them baby killers, and they ended up pulling them, them back to the rooms. So, who stopped that? We all know who did. Pelosi didn't.
0: Well, yeah. But Trump also told them they were going to need more security leading up to the thing and offered to deploy the National Guard or whatever it was. I, I don't want to get lost in the semantics of it all, but you know they know that they turned down or told him no to additional security for the week, for the event.
4: Right, they were there. They had they had them there. My boy was part of that. He was there. Because he, he called me that night when they started shooting the fireworks off because they was asleep and they jumped up and said, it's going up Because they had them so pumped up with just the lies. Yep. And I was telling them, no, nah, it's just fireworks. Ain't nobody at the inauguration. <laughs> I mean.
0: <laughs> all right, Chris. Appreciate it, brother. All right, man. Y'all have uh, flavor. Right, you too. Yeah, again, I, I will never change my opinion, you know. Whether even if I'm wrong on this, as they say, it's easy to trick a man. It's hard. It's hard to convince him that he's been tricked. Sure. I mean, and, and I, I'm going to be no different concerning this because I just, I know what I saw in my own eyes.
1: Fool me once, shame on you. Fool me twice, shame on me. Yeah. Kind of thing. Yeah.
0: <laughs> yeah. I mean, like I like to. I don't believe that Trump had fake electorates or any of that stuff. I think this is all a all a scheme. Well,
1: Trump, we're gonna see. I mean, they apparently they've got the evidence in Michigan. I don't know about. I think there was other they, states.
0: Of course, they have it in Michigan, a blue state.
1: Well, was, was Trump really trying to overturn Michigan? Yeah, I think it was. I think it was Michigan, Pennsylvania, Georgia, and Arizona, as far as I recall. But that you know, the whole thing about January sixth, we see the videos and everybody. You can maybe
0: convinced me mm-hmm. that he was trying to overturn Georgia or something like that. If but Michigan?
1: Apparently that's what the Michigan attorney general has said. But here's yeah, what, but they think... were
0: the ones in there counting the votes and putting the cardboard up and kicking people out where you couldn't see there in Detroit.
1: Yeah, I mean, I think they filed federal court cases again. Federal courts denied them. And that's the whole thing of this. Every court in America has denied anything Trump has said. The only thing that I would say to this, too, though, the I think we look at January 6th in the terms of the, the riot out there, right, or the, whatever. And I don't think that's the crux of it to me. I think that, you know, I've never been the one saying Trump organized an insurrection, you know, on that yeah. day. that I felt like that was a little – I think it was a bunch of people got together and are idiots. That, I mean, that's just what I think. Well, it, but, kinda, it
0: reminds me of that scene in South Park where they were reenacting the Civil War and they were drinking on the s'mores and they decided to have a real civil war yeah, uh, until, right. they, until they ran out of s'mores. Yeah, I just – you know, it just doesn't – it just seems like if that was somebody's plan, it's a really,
1: really bad plan. Yeah. And so that's why I never thought – but what I will say is the fake elector thing – has got some meat to it, and that's a problem for him. If that happen- now I don't know that Trump. Again, I don't know anything about this yet, so I don't know if Trump. They're alleging he sat in a meeting because they haven't told us yet what their evidence is, mm-hmm. or whatever. I do know that you know Jack Smith has met with about every witness that you can talk to that was close to him. And what I did read last night is one of the things that they're trying to prove is did Trump know what he was saying about the election was a lie, and if did he tell his inner circle that? If he did, did they have this conspiracy? To push the fake electors, and I think that's going to be his best legal case against him if that goes through. If they have that evidence, again, we don't know what evidence they have. All we've seen is a target letter. So
0: here's what you know, and I don't want to get in the the meat of all of it because I haven't read it all. But I'll say this: this upcoming election is we, we we use the saying a lot. I've heard Joe Biden say it. I've been saying it. Everybody says it. It's going to be a battle for the soul of America. I mean, do we, and if you're about you know Democrat criminal first, no no borders, corrupt government, banana republic government, you're going to vote blue. If you're about true First Amendment, you're about the Constitution, you're about getting this country back on track, you're gonna vote red, and if don't you don't like
1: I, a transgender bathroom, then you'll vote red. Absolutely, right? and you, you know it's gonna,
0: it's gonna. It, it, the, I don't think the, the destruction the, of America. I don't <laughs> think the muddle exists anymore.
1: Yeah, it does, and I, I kind of you know they keep talking about these independent voters, and I think and, and all I think this.
0: The other side's finish my point. I think the other side sure. is going to jail. Okay, I, I think they're gonna lock Trump and his people up, mm-hmm. and if Trump wins, yeah. they'll have no fury the the bidens
1: down i mean or, I'm, or going to jail now that's really sad isn't it that's the point we've got too in our politics that we're going to just jail each other
0: for well the, i, and, I and, think and, we can honestly say that it, the your side took it here well i mean i you know we've had that debate before i mean i think
1: also this started in the 90s with clinton yeah, and completely I, mean,
0: different thing. I mean they didn't put clinton in jail well
1: they didn't put clinton in jail yeah. but they surely i mean then they also went after i mean i didn't say what hillary clinton did was right i don't think that either with the email stuff but i mean the locker up was y'all's thing too so, I mean, I'm just saying we're, this is – and I'm not saying, look, Clay, I'm not talking about who's right or wrong in this. What I'm saying is we've gotten to this point where we're all trying to put each other in jail. That's what I'm
0: trying to say. Like, that's what we're doing these days. Yeah, the, the crowd chanting Locker Up and the politicians actually doing it are two different things.
1: Sure, but there was an investigation by the FBI to do – they didn't
0: do anything. I mean, well, that's well, your point. I mean, you have to investigate. Yeah,
1: I mean, I'm fine. Yeah, they should the, investigate the, the, the that. St- I mean, you yeah. have to.
0: Sure. I mean, I'm just saying – but I, I, this is my larger point. And frankly, if nobody's above the law, that's what they keep That's what they keep screaming. Nobody's above the law except the damn Bidens. Okay. I mean,
1: yeah, I mean, there's been and Hillary, Hillary Clinton. And I mean, yeah, I mean, that's what's going on. It's been a there. I mean, they've you know, there's been issues with them. And they're well, actually, I don't know. Hunter Biden just pled guilty. So he's definitely still I do not want to say he's above the law. He just pled guilty that day. And he allegedly, just dropped more cocaine. He probably dropped some cocaine or whatever. I mean, I don't know. And, and, just say he. And, D- and that's that's, <laughs> just, that's just on that. We still got
0: more of this this IRS stuff, and more, There's more. There's so. Much I mean, more he than got just, prosecuted, though, right? You know, there's so yeah. much more than just that little deal.
1: Yeah, I mean, it's, you know, like, and we've you and know, I talked about this a million times. I mean, Hunter Biden sucks. Everybody agrees that he should get prosecuted. I hope they put him in jail forever. That's yeah. fine with me. I mean um i'm just my point is man i mean we're we're never going to stop doing this no we're just not this is going to happen like every side is going to be like your side is unethical and you're a
0: criminal and it's just never going to end you know i i I think there's gonna i i I know it sounds hyperbolic i think it ends with blood and
1: streets i hope not but i'm worried about that man i'm worried about you know i actually was talking to my dad on the phone this morning before the show what i'm concerned about is let's say that jack smith's got a case whether and let's say it's a good case let's say there's evidence that trump organized or sat in meetings organized a fake electric conspiracy even if he's guilty let's, let's assume this for a moment see, even if he's guilty this doesn't end well for anyone Mm-mm. because it's just going to make there's still going to be people that to be like well you um you guys went after him for stuff that was kind of bogus which we have agreed on that before is the the porn star thing yeah as a joke russia right? i mean the russia thing ended up where he wasn't involved so there's all this like where the Democrats end up looking like the boy that cried wolf at, to, to a certain point. And then now if there's something he actually did do, and I'm not saying he did, let's just assume for the ar- sake of argument that he did do it, then no one's gonna, there's going to be a big part of the country that's never going to believe it. They're ne- no matter no matter how much evidence <clears throat> is out there, some, the, whatever, whatever it is, they're just not going to believe it, so it doesn't matter. So we're at this point where we're just... It, it just It doesn't matter If if someone is guilty or not It's the politics Of the whole thing And it's just I mean it's ripping us in two And I, I'm just scared About what What occurs During all this next year
0: This is How you create A Timothy McVeigh Yeah Yeah You're right You yeah. know Obviously I would yeah. never Ever You know Do anything like that But I'm just saying I understand How you push somebody To the point Of hating their government mm-hmm. So much That you create A Timothy McVeigh It doesn't take But one dude Slightly unhinged Yep on one side or the other, I am just using Absolutely. him as an example. I mean, um, to to do something really, really stupid, and I am convinced that's what they want. I mean, they need that. They need that trigger pulled, that hairpin pulled, that that grenade pin pulled, and thrown into the powder keg and let it blow up, so they can go to full totalitarianism and start running us like a. Um, Uh, you know like like a like like i don't know pick a country that's enslaved its people take all their guns do all that yeah i just um
1: i just hope i am concerned that we're gonna we may get there next year Um, and that's a that's a really and that's that's something all of us should be concerned about because again i don't think it matters whether you're right or wrong anymore it doesn't
0: it doesn't matter anymore it matters who's in charge and who hates who that's 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 it that's it That, that is it that right. is absolutely it. Let's take a break. Come back. Hey, the guns in your text line. Hadn't mentioned it today. Wide open. 769-241-1944. If you want to chime in on the phones, give us your thoughts on all this. 601-879-0002. How does it all end? What's your thoughts? We'll be right back. All right. Welcome back in to the Clay Edwards Show. We're live here on 103.9 FM WYB. This segment Going to be brought to you by the Keith Killebrew Memorial Rodeo. It's next weekend, July 28th, July 29th, Friday, Saturday night at the Mississippi Coliseum and Fairgrounds downtown Jackson, Mississippi. Security will be provided by Capitol Police, amongst others. So you'll be safe down there, I can assure you. So uh, don't let that prevent you from getting down there. I know we talk a lot about Jackson, but we also talk a lot about the Capitol Police and the great job they're doing down there. <clears throat> and uh they one thing they have for sure done is they have fortified the fairgrounds when there's an event down there <clears throat> and for the first time in a long time since records were kept, the Dixie Nationals this past year, not a single vehicle was broken into. I, I know that's not something to necessarily brag about, but it had gotten out of control down there prior to the Capitol Police. Not a single reported break-in at the Dixie Nationals this year. I tell you that to tell you, you can go to the fairgrounds and feel safe. Andy Gibson and that team have done a great job down there. Get down there, check out the Killabrew Memorial Rodeo. It's going to be a blast. and uh, I've got some free tickets for the Friday night to see Chapel Heart. If you can't make it Friday night, um, get out there Saturday night. Apparently, up-and-coming country music superstar, Drake Milligan, will be playing uh, I'm not familiar with Drake, but even my mama asked for some tickets for Drake Milligan. So my mama's heard of him, and I hadn't. I've uh I need to catch up on the uh, what's popular in music today. But uh, look, if you want a pair of tickets, text the guns. Uh, you know what? I want to. I'm going to start collecting some email addresses. That's actually. I'm going to make this benefit me. I want some email addresses. Text me, not text me. Email me Clay at wyb. Email me your favorite closed Jackson restaurant, and I'm gonna pick a couple people because I had some people that won tickets that can't go. So I've got a couple extra pair. I've got three pair of tickets I can give away today. I'm gonna go through them. Tell me your favorite closed Jackson restaurant and why it was your favorite. Like, what was your favorite dish there? You know, p- put a little effort into it. And I'll pick three winners. I'll email you all, and we'll announce the winners on air tomorrow. I think that's fair. And uh, I'm going to be able to save your email addresses and add it to my my uh, my mailing list. I'm trying to compile one in case I get canceled. <laughs> all right. So uh, anyway, but if you want to buy tickets in the meantime for the Keith Killabrew Memorial Rodeo next weekend, killabrewrodeo.com Get you some great tickets. The tickets I got are to sit on top of the bullpen right there on the shoots. On the floor, best seats in the house. So these ain't just no uh, regular seats. These are the seats. And you'll be down there with me if you win for the Friday night, too. So uh, maybe we'll get to hang out, get to meet you, and all that good stuff. All right, Sean. Yeah. All right, I enjoyed the segment about Trump. You know, I think
1: it's— it- We both agree we're all we're all— we're in a bad position, whatever side you're on. I think that's where we're at with that. America is a powder keg. Wait yeah, yeah, it's just it's a really bad thing. It's, it's,
0: it's a bad deal, and I just don't know how you put it back in the box. I don't either, man. I wish
1: we could go back 30, 40 years where, you know, just normal fighting. It just wasn't yeah. this kind of stuff. You know,
0: uh, you know it, it really is. It, it's, it's, And, man, I, I know you're on the other side here, but Trump broke your side. I'm not saying you, mm. but he broke y'all's side. And it ain't been the same since I mean whether it was the the pink vagina hat marches the the fighting Trump supporters for wearing a hat or just, just ever calling everybody a racist I mean it, boy, it just got ratcheted up
1: I think you know Trump... you say you say my side but here I look at it a bit a little bit differently than that I think he broke politics. In general, you know, I don't. I think Trump to me is, and I said this a million times. Trump is whatever you want him to be. One moment he's for transgender he broke the rights, media. yeah, he broke. I mean, one minute he's for transgender rights, you know, saying okay, the bathrooms are fine with me, and the next he's like, I'll ban transition care for everybody. He's what you want him to be. That's the way he is. The way he's always been. I think he broke politics in general, where, and that is what the world, and that just happened to be that he was on the Republican side. I mean, I think he very well could have been on the other side, depending on what he wanted to do. He is that guy, but he is such an anomaly in our politics that we haven't seen before.
0: Do you think he would have won if he had ran as a Democrat?
1: Not on the same kind of platform, obviously. I mean, I don't think he could have talked about immigration or, or whatever, but I think there were some things that he said. Obviously, the Bernie voters were really fans of him because they switched from You know Hillary to him, and that's one of the reasons he won in 2016. And I think um, I think there was things message that he had a populist message that appealed to a lot of people on the left. And I mean, I don't know who's more left than the Our Revolution Bernie folks who who flipped to him. And um, so I mean, I don't. It's I just he. He as a political figure. Has changed our politics. It just happened to be that he was on the right uh, at this at this certain time. And I, I mean, there, there's you know, there's obviously I think there's obviously a lot of bad, but I think there's some good too. And the good part that I think was what you just said is he broke our media, which needed to happen. Somebody needed to do that, and and that's because it's just something that. It was it, that was building for so long that mm-hmm. that that issue was building for so long. And Trump was the first person to call that out, you know, like it or not. I mean, he really was. He was the first person that actually said, this is what's going on. And he manipulated the media and he was good at doing that. So uh, that that's that's the I, way I look at it. It's not so much like did he is he owning the Democrat? I don't think he's anything. I don't think he's a Republican, to be honest with you. I, I don't. I just think he is himself and he's this political figure that's done that. That's the way I look at him.
0: Yeah, look, the, the media thing. I mean, look, it's it goes back to it's hard to admit you've been tricked. Mm-hmm. We were all tricked by the media. I don't know how many people really can honestly say I've known it was fake news for twenty years. Sure. I mean, sure. unless you're unless you were literally just in the minutia and you knew that it was that it was propaganda. Yeah. I mean, but our our media was legitimately propaganda, and this made me go back and question. Every historical story. Me too. When I watch documentaries now yeah. going back to World War I, World War Two, yeah. Vietnam, Watergate, whatever. I'm like, yeah, but what was really true?
1: Well, let me give you a good example, Claire, that we can relate to locally. Okay? It's like the
0: Victor writes the history or whatever. Oh, yeah. No, I'm
1: talking about the uh, just the water crisis last summer. Yeah. If you looked at the national media, the portrayal of what happened here wasn't what happened here. And if you were here locally you knew because mm-hmm. you knew you follow it and you read about it. Well maybe not everybody did, but I know you did and I did. Yeah. And um, and it was and it was you know Incompetence. There was a, right. It was an incompetent staffing issue at the plant, which is which happens in I'm sure many other cities. I mean, I don't know about to the degree of this one, probably not to the degree of this one, but the media painted a narrative that they wanted. That they wanted it to be about like decades of racism or whatever they're talking about. And I'm not saying that that didn't occur in terms of the pipes, which is a separate issue from the water plant. Mm-hmm. But they mixed the two into one issue, which it wasn't. And that's the issue that I had with it. I said this was an, you know, a competent staffing issue with the plant that they that they didn't. And then eventually, if you notice, as that went on, the month went on, some of them started reporting that. Very few kingfish. Actually, it was the one who kind of really pushed that locally, mm-hmm. but it had a really good breakdown. But then I started seeing some national. I think even the Mississippi Free Press finally wrote an article about it too. That, if I recall that correctly, that sort of coming out. Wait a second, this ain't about the pipes. Nobody staffed the water plant, but that's not what NBC wanted. That's not what. Mm-hmm. That's not the narrative that they wanted out there. And I think so. I mean, it's just and that just gives everybody a local example of what the. What the media can do, and I, I they do it on the left and the right. By the way, it's not just sure. liberals that do this. So, and that's what bothers me. What you're talking about, questioning things in the past, because like what narratives were painted to us in 2005 that now we're like, wait a second, maybe that's not the way it happened, or what, that's the way we should think about it.
0: I know, and, and and it's a betrayal of trust. Sure, yeah, you know, so you're the, these media organizations are kind of a public trust.
1: Mm-hmm. They're supposed to be, yeah,
0: and and when you go back and you're looking, you're like. What else have you lied about? Yeah, and you know, it's like, it all comes out in the wash. It does. At some point. I mean, even even not, not to make not to be funny here, but I think this is serious. Even the UFO denial stuff for so long. Mm-hmm. And this goes to our government too, not just the media, obviously. And you're starting to see that that wall is starting to crack, man. They're mm-hmm. starting to have to say, okay, we can't continue to hide this any longer. And you actually have invest you actually have investigative reporters doing their dang jobs. And mm-hmm. investigative, you know, unfortunately, you know, you look at all the, again, goes back to the media being broke. You look at how they were so intense on investigating everything to do with Trump, but so little is investigated about Biden. So little is questioned about Biden, but it's like all of these accusations, we'll call them that right now because it ain't factual, but it, it mm-hmm. looks factual. Uh, the the stuff with Burisma, the stuff with Ukraine, the stuff with the tax evasion, the stuff for 10% for the big guy, you know, all these things. If that was Trump, I feel like the media, these investigative reporters Mm -hmm. who all apparently lean very liberal Mm -hmm. on a national level, aren't investigating these things.
1: Yeah, you know, it's interesting that you bring that up. It's like the – what do you guys call it? The legacy media or mainstream media is is always kind of bent left. It's always been bent on left. And the other, I guess, maybe more independent or what, are are, Alternative media. Yeah, alternative media, more right sources. And and then, of course, I mean, there is obviously – Fox News is a huge, big media, which is right, yeah. right, leaning And um, but I wouldn't
0: necessarily call it legacy. To me, legacy is ABC, NBC, CBS. Okay, I mean, and there's then, al- then, then you have like newer media, cable media, CNN, Fox News. Mm-hmm. Those are independent ones. Then, of course, you have the the, the legacy guys: NBC, ABC, CBS that have their news divisions that are now cable news, MSNBC, etc. that portion, right. And then you can just like watch CNBC and watch stocks all day, which
1: isn't yeah. that bad. If you ever really don't want to get too political. Fox
0: Business, too. Yeah, yeah. Right.
1: Fox Business. You can turn on those things and it's not too political.
0: Hey, we got to take a break yeah. real quick. We'll be right back. This is the Clay Edward Show with Sean Yorkran We'll read some of your texts when we get back on the Guns and Gear text line. All right, welcome back in to the Clay Edward Show with Sean Yorkran here live on 103.9 FM WYAB. This segment will be brought to you by our friends over at, how about my friends over at Mercy House Teen Challenge Auto Center. If you're looking for a vehicle, ten to $20,000, get down there to Crystal Springs, check them out. You have a vehicle that you want to donate, get the tax write-off for it, running or not, give them a call. They'll come pick it up. Just got to have the clean title. They'll haul it off, make it all go away for you, and you'll get the tax write-off for the amount they sell it for. So, man, that could be end up being a really, really profitable write-off for you. And I I recommend that to business owners, 1099 employees, whatever the case may be. Get that write-off, big dog. Check them out, mercyhouseautocenter.com. And the great thing is the profits after running the thing all goes to fund Mercy House Teen Challenge, helping to put fathers back in homes and beat addiction. And uh, that's something we can all get behind, all of us, just like people are affected most families have uh, have been affected by cancer most families have have had to deal with an addict or an alcoholic or something like that in the family and you know how hard and difficult that can be on everybody mercy house teen challenge is helping battle that get the fathers back in homes and get and beat addiction whether it be drugs alcohol or whatever else uh if you want to donate to them just check them out check out their website uh mercyhouseteenchallenge.com And you can sign up for monthly donations, uh, like $10 a month. Cancel one of those useless uh, Netflix-type subscriptions you're not doing anything with. Hell, I had. um, I changed the debit card up the other day and had a few things expire. I was like, your Showtime prescription has expired. This and that. I'm like, I had a Showtime subscription? I didn't even know it. I had two HBO subscriptions, apparently. Yep. You know, through through my Roku and then through my Amazon. And if you got a Pornhub
1: subscription, you better cancel it because you can't get to it now. Switch
0: that over to your VPN. <laughs> right, that's it. <laughs> but look, check them out: MercyHouseAutoCenter.com. dot com. Doing good business with good folks and uh, for a good cause. And uh, I send my customers there all the time. If I don't have a car in their budget, that's where I send them. And man, several have purchased. So that's always a cool thing. All right, so I think we've been to. Uh, I think we've been to. Anything more on the Trump stuff and the media stuff, I think we'll just be beating a dead horse. Yeah. I thought we had two great segments there. Those, yeah, will, be, man, it was great. those will be pulled out and posted on the podcast separately. It's got kind of like one thing there, the Trump and the media stuff. I think there's some really good stuff there. Let's read some of the text. And this, guys, those two segments right there, I think encapsulate exactly what I have Sean here for and why Sean's here. And if we move into election season, I think you're going to have real conversation from both sides. And Sean, and, I, I like to think that I will call my side out. And you just heard Sean call his out. If he does think the media would be if if these charges were about Trump, if it was reversed and it was Trump in office right now, and these allegations that are on Biden were on Trump, he does think the media would be covering it entirely different. And the fact he'll call that out is why he's here. You know, he, he's not so far to the left that he can't see that some things are wrong. And just like we're not so far to the right that we can't see some things are wrong.
1: Well, you know, like we were just talking off air. I mean, the uh, we got to be able to look at this and see what both sides are doing. Like I said, the left loves to run a media narrative. The right loves to come up with Conspiracy theories, like we were talking off air, Hillary Clinton committing satanic rituals and eating babies. Okay, this is ridiculous. God, I I just want to believe it. I know you do. I know you want to believe it. It sounds cool. And, you know, you look at Hillary, you're like, I could see the satanic ritual and stuff, but it's insane. I mean, it's not not true. But like, where do people come up with this? Like, you know, I mean, that's just insane to me. Like, so, but I mean, both sides do these things. You're like, God, why, why are they? going to these links to, like, the left is creating these narratives, and they're not covering certain stuff, and the right is saying that, you know, Hillary Clinton and Bezos are taking children, uh, child calling on the moon. I, well, mean, I mean, like, you, you just Epstein, don't know.
0: There is the Epstein stuff and there, uh, and all that. The, Hill, the the Bill was on the flight logs to Epstein Island. There are there is smoke where these fires come from. But I mean, now, Hillary crazy, wasn't with them, was she? Well, I mean, you know, she, she, she's co-signing on this stuff. You know, She, it,
1: she never goes with him because, I mean, he's always doing his own thing, as we've known throughout history, right? Yeah. Well, the Clintons, he's, you know, they're, they're doing bad things.
0: But look, uh, a couple texts here, man. Reagan can says, the media totally abandoned the premise that they were presenting the truth. They boldly began to indoctrinate, saying, follow me instead of look what we found. What do you think? That is a great point there. Uh, just a couple of folks have asked my email address It's clay at com. If you want to email me your favorite restaurant That's no longer open And what you miss the most about it For a chance to win those Killabrew Rodeo tickets Um, <clears throat> Alright, let's shift gears a little bit We've got a few yep. minutes left <clears throat> Sure I, <laughs> I should not be blowing the show up with this With five minutes left But uh, YOLO I, I got tagged in a strange post the other day or somebody actually put some strange links in under one of my posts. Was it a satanic ritual? No, it okay. was about it was about Jackson and okay. Rankin County. And it's about former it's about drug labs mm. and stuff. Like how many drug labs are in Rankin County versus... It's a Jackson versus Rankin County thing. Okay. So I actually talked to you about this. Oh, this is kind of interesting. Oh, yeah, you did. You
1: did. So
0: this is on homefacts.com. And this is like f- former meth labs local former known like, drug lab location, but it's meth labs.
1: I just pulled it up on here. I love the little, they got a little beaker as the yeah. icon for the yeah. drug lab. So, <laughs> I'm ready to drop that out of the group.
0: So we'll start with Rankin County. And I, look, I don't have the uh, the demographics or, you know, the population numbers here to, to break this down by, but, you know, we can all about Jackson's got more people than Rankin County. We, mm-hmm. we can agree on that, right? Yeah. So <clears throat> 55 former known meth lab locations in Rankin County. And 191 registered sex offenders. All right, that that's a lot. We can agree that that sounds like a lot. 191 Mm -hmm. sex offenders in a small place like Rankin County. Well, it's not a small place, but it's a you know spread out. Not not a not a not a uh, urban area. All right, then you have Jackson. Only 24 former known drug labs. And however, you know they love. There's a narrative. That folks in Rankin County are a bunch of sex offenders, you know. Like in in Jackson, people like call everybody. Uh, like, we used to have a guy Thomas here. I think he's died now, but he used to love calling here and say that white think folks. Thomas, in Rankin, the caller, died. Well, he, he ain't heard from, him, so I'm assuming he's dead. Oh. Um, he uh, he used to be convinced that white folks over in Rankin County were committing sex crimes all the time. The the stats, however, mm. would play that out differently. If they did, they now live in Jackson because mm. Jackson has 507 registered sex offenders as opposed to Jackson's hundred and ninety one that is over three hundred that's my math over three hundred more right
1: yeah how many how much bigger is Jackson or the area than Branket County I don't know I'm just I'm sure it's bigger I don't know the number
0: yeah well Apparently, sex offenders like to live there.
1: I mean, <laughs> and they like to live right. They like to live everywhere. I mean, so, it just seems like they like to live everywhere. So,
0: I, I and I'm, 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 I'm kind of kidding. <laughs> I'm kidding about that. But uh, we, now you're that, gonna throw sex on Jackson. I mean, we been, got no
1: water. The trash is not getting picked up, and now we're a bunch of sex offenders. Look, look,
0: that that's been the narrative for a long time. You know that that. Uh, white Republicans or more se- do have have more sex offenses than than the Black Democrats, and I think the numbers bear that out a little differently here, looking at the registered sex offenders. But hey, who knows? Who knows? Maybe all those, maybe all five hundred seven of those uh, sex offenders in Jackson uh, moved there from Rankin County. You know?
1: uh, who, who knows? I don't know. There's you know there's there's sex but offenders everywhere. The meth like lab it. things is
0: kind of funny though, cause I and I told you this. I was like, all right, now that is a huge difference there, for especially considering how much bigger Jackson is. Yeah. And But I do have a theory on mm-hmm. this. I, I think we have way more proactive policing in Rankin County that busts these meth labs. Mm-hmm. And in, in, in Jackson, imagine how many didn't get busted. I mean, yeah, I would think
1: there's certainly more because just the availability of police after yeah. the mayor has you know, dismantled the police department,
0: for sure. Yeah. So, I don't know, just a thought. Let's take a break, come back, close out the show for the day with Sean Yurkkaran. This is The Clay Edwards Show on 103.9 FM, WIAB. All right, welcome back into the Clay Edwards show. We are live here on 103.9 FM. As we close out the show here today, Sean, another uh, banger, uh, hood classic, uh, hottest mixtape of the year type show. Fire, fire, fire emoji. Now, look, hey, I enjoyed today. We're going to have more of this. Sean will be back with me Friday. Uh, I'll be here tomorrow uh, solo, I do believe. I don't think I have a guest, so it'll just be me in here raising hell, praising Dale, doing what I do. I appreciate all the texts today. I know we didn't get a chance to read a bunch of them, but look, get a chance. Win those Keith Killebrew tickets. Email me your favorite closed Jackson restaurant and why it was your favorite. I'm going to read through them today if I get some downtime at work. I will announce. I'll email you if you want, and I will announce the winner tomorrow. I'm going to pick three winners, one pair of tickets each for next Friday night at the Keith Killebrew Memorial Rodeo to see Mississippi's very own Chapel Heart if you're wondering for something to do for lunch today get the big salad delivered by Take A Break Deliveries you can turn any of their salads into a wrap it's going to be hot as Hades outside today eat you something uh, green and healthy Sean we've got about a minute left what you going to do for lunch today
1: uh i don't know i got actually i'm going in my office that's what i'm gonna do uh <laughs> that's what i usually do i eat in my office i like meal prep but the uh i was gonna say my favorite closed jackson uh business i just thought about a restaurant is hops which uh, one hops that used to be on 55
0: that's the first craft beer per se that I ever had they had a, something blonde all my there. friends worked there too in the early
1: yep. 2000s so i used to get free beer all the time yeah that's it where, was great
0: That's where ihop is they're on the north side yep. now or not or not north side but uh hang on what's that road
1: um, it's uh, it's uh, that Briarwood. 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 Briarwood, yeah. It was yep. a great place back in the early two yep. so thousands. It was so much fun. It,
0: it was really cool. We we had a great time there too. So yeah, that that's a good one, man. I I there's so many. It's hard for me to pick just one, but I I, I did like the the hill over in South Jackson. Then of course I loved Bennigan's. Uh, Old Time Deli. I could do this all day. We could do a whole nother show about this. <laughs> sure. I sure. have done whole shows about this, actually. The Recovery Room. That's my other one. As, it's, still reco- open. Is it it's still oh, open. Oh, that's right. They yep. moved it. So See you Friday. Right. Bye. Thanks for listening. Tune in tomorrow at 7 a.m. as the Clay Edwards Show discusses all that is going on in and around the city of Jackson. This concludes our broadcast day. Right here on 103.9 WYAB.